0: Chris from NBA hoops Uh, today is Sunday, March 27th. Jacob and I just finished recording a podcast uh, on another Twitter space, breaking down the major headlines in the NBA. We talk Boston Celtics, talk about how they're surging in the East, looking like that finals contender with a great defense and offense is clicking at the right time. Um, and more. We talk some Phoenix Suns, we talk Miami Heat, how they're not looking too hot, and we look ahead at the schedule for this week and talk about what games um, would be good to watch. Um, we didn't get to mention this in the podcast but we wanted to make sure that we mentioned that the NBA Summer League has its dates now and it starts Thursday July 7th. Uh both of us have plans to to go to Vegas and uh watch some of the uh, those young players um right out of the draft. Um so, you know, if you're looking to travel for that, um you know, start planning your trip and um we we'll hope to see you down there. Um we had a, a little bit of a different audio setup for this pod. Um, so I didn't hit record right when, um, everything started. Um, so you'll catch the conversation, um, basically at the beginning when we bring up the Celtics, um, and we'll, we're talking about their defense and what makes their defense, uh, really good. So, um, that's it. Um, we hope you liked the pod, um, and, uh, we'll catch you on the next one. Peace.
1: in the defense, different levels. But for me, I think it's more team defense. I think a lot of the players buy in and they're really good about how they switch. They they got a lot of guys that can switch on to, on the guards or on the bigs and, and hang for a little bit. And, and I think that's, that's huge when it comes to playing team style and, and, and having success at the NBA level. Yeah, so
0: yeah, definitely. Um, I and I think I g- very casually mentioned Marcus Smart, I didn't really like go into detail. Um, but I feel like he's that kind of tenacious defender that, um, I know you've brought up Clay Thompson when he was, uh, you know, pre injury, mm-hmm. Golden State was at their peak. Clay Thompson was you know, a nasty defender, um, always got at it. You know, Marcus Smart has, has that in him, obviously, he's had the you know, he dives, he, uh, in college, he pushes. you <laughs> know, but like, he's not afraid to like put that extra effort in. Um, he takes that in very seriously. Um, that's a player that I'd want on my team in, you know, I'm not going to call him a Patrick Beverly.
1: Um, no, I was actually about to, to bring that up. I don't think he is Pat Bev, but it's,
0: but it's in the same realm of like, I want if I was making a team or if I was on a team, I want people that try and care enough like that. Obviously, you can get, take it overboard and push Hall of Famers, you know, presidents of the player associations. Um <laughs> people you shouldn't um you lose your cool, that's a different scenario, but like you you need those scrappy type of players to take out players out of the rhythm. Like you take Devin Booker out of his rhythm, you know, you Kobe Bryant would get a lot of defenders on him and there was a couple that you know, Meta World Peace won, uh, like I don't know if a regular season or postseason. Ron Artest, uh, when his name was Ron Artest, like he guarded Kobe pretty, pretty good, and like he kind of, you know, made him lose his cool, like kind of like uh, a Joe Ingles versus Paul George, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, like that. Um, and that's just a nice, uh, it's a nice player to have on, on defense for a really good uh, overall good defensive team.
1: Yeah, no, I, I think their their defense is their calling card. I do think that there's a lot of question marks with their offense. I know they they have a top 15 offense, but you know what what happens if you're if you're doubling or you're hedging on on Tatum? Where does that ball go? Does he have the the playmaking chops to get the ball to where it needs to go? And are, are you afraid of a guy like Marcus Smart from the corner f- for three? Al Horford, um, even Derek White. Or, or even Jalen Brown I I mean I guess I, I guess we'll we'll see how that goes but I I think teams aren't gonna double but I think they're gonna hedge on Tatum a lot and that just means that both guys come up and then you rotate a little bit and then you switch back and that gives that gives those guys that are really good star players that extra little mm, maybe I need to he- hesitate and then pass it out or hesitate and then do something else, um, and Tatum, you know Tatum is a guy that's really really big. So we'll have to see like w- if he's guarded against a three, like um, a normal size three. Maybe, not a not a Royce O'Neal. Not a Royce O'Neal. Like I I think I think as much as Royce O'Neal a very good defender, he is barbecue chicken when it comes to Jason Tatum just because of that size. Size man. Um, I saw but, it in the
0: Brooklyn game. Uh, Durant absolutely. going against him immediately put the too too short um, little hand symbol right, mm-hmm. and um, Tatum had that. The next game they played against Boston, the Jazz did on Wednesday, and uh, we just didn't have an answer for Tatum. You know, and Royce is our best perimeter defender that's um, that's healthy and in uh, as a starter getting heavy minutes and just couldn't do it. Um, just it's just too easy to shoot over the top at that size. They,
1: they have a lot of mismatches, a guy that, that could really change it, ch- change the, maybe the, the, the narrative or, of the game would be adding a guy like Ben Simmons. If, if we're talking about in the East with the nets, maybe they have enough guys that can guard the Jalen Browns and the Jason Tatums of the world with having a guy like Katie Bruce Brown might be able to guard Jalen Brown a little bit, but We'll have to see. I, I do think the the Celtics are a mismatch nightmare in the East, and there's a very good chance um, that, you know, Boston is able to make it out because there is a lot of issues with Brooklyn. Um, I know Kyrie can play now home games, yeah. and that's huge. Yeah, he played that's, one today. Yeah, that's huge. But, you know, they I mean, they, they, they traded to get a player in the James Harden deal and they they don't have them right now. Um James Harden and the Sixers they they seem to ha- to have their holes too. I mean, they just lost to the Suns today and, Yeah,
0: curious your thoughts on that later on.
1: Yeah, we we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit, but I I see a scenario that Boston makes it out.
0: Yeah, I I am happy that we jumped on a little bit of uh that potential um when we kind of were looking at teams and um, looking at the betting markets and seeing like oh the suns you know we we're, we're bullish on the suns you know we're in Phoenix uh, you watched a lot of a lot of Phoenix ball um, you watched the rise out of the depths of Hades and um, they look better than ever um, and you know we look at we look at the teams in the east and um, you know some some small plays were were on that uh, exact outcome of suns over the Celtics and um, I'm I'm sure of the way they've been playing like that 30 to one payout that um, and you even got well, like a 45. To I one. think I got
1: 45 to one. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think that's going to be shrinking down to whatever the sixers uh, like 22 to one, 18 to one.
1: What did I get on the Pacific versus Atlantic one?
0: Uh, maybe like four, four to one, four to three one. To, yeah. Three to four okay. to one. Yeah.
1: That's, that's any team in the Pacific. So it's, it's likely golden state or Phoenix versus any team in the, in the Atlantic, which the three teams that really, really stand any make a case would be Brooklyn, Boston, and Philly. Yeah. So it's missing the bucks. Yes. It's missing the bucks. We talked about the heat. We'll talk about, about them more in a little bit, but I think those three teams and, and Milwaukee are, are definitely the favorites in the East. Right.
0: That no doubt, no doubt. And um,
1: yeah, I think,
0: to circle back to Boston, they're looking great. Um absolutely. Bill Simmons is probably really happy. Um <laughs> and Ben Simmons, his son, mm-hmm. um not the not the player. Uh not yet. Uh but <laughs> yeah, the 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 Simmons family is happy. Celtics nation. Um I have ever, I think I really have never really met a Celtics fan in real life. Um so I'm hoping to I'm to change that cuz I think they're going to come I'm
1: sure I'm sure we'll find some of that Dude, in if Vegas. the
0: Suns played the Celtics I feel like just because of all the transplants here in oh, Phoenix
1: that's going to be wild
0: they they're just going to come out of the woodwork like I feel like when the Red Sox would come into town when the Red Sox were really mm-hmm. good that I think there would be more Red Sox uh fans that Chase uh than, than dimebacks fans there's
1: I think there that's the case for every team that that comes <laughs> to play the dimebacks <laughs> unfortunately unfortunately
0: but uh i i I, I, I,
1: tr- I truly believe that boston would be an interesting matchup um in the in in the east I kind of want to keep it east okay I want to talk about miami yeah um Miami wow this 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 was a team that you know a week ago we were talking as as one of the five Potential favorites. Yeah, they are my
0: purse, my first uh, exact outcome but that I put. Yes. I put Suns over Miami Heat.
1: Yes, and I mean, of course, things can change, but but right now, the the situation in Miami is it seems very toxic with the with Jimmy Butler seemingly, you know, making like making a very strong rebuke to what Eric Spoelstra was saying in in a huddle and it it seems like they 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 can't figure it out on the on the court right now because of that they just lost to the Knicks the other day they're they're on a four game slide if i'm not mistaken it's it's not looking good in in Miami what what, what do you see
0: i i guess i'll start on my jimmy butler tangent i I've really, over time, like, I've never really been fond of his, I don't want to say, like, something about, like, the his charisma or, like, his... Um, he seems very
1: demonstrative.
0: Maybe that's it. Like, when I, when I think of a team, I, I think he's more individual than team in a lot of how I see him. That's not saying, like, he's doesn't care about his teammates, uh, that he doesn't, you know pass it up, like draw, draw and kick. Um, I just, you know, this is, this is analysis that is not, um, you know, I'm not there or anything like that, but, uh-huh. um, you know, I, I know he likes to hang out with the movie stars, like a lot, the Wahlbergs, like, you know, just, I feel like it's, it's you know, it's kind of like uh, maybe he's not taking it as seriously as uh, one should. Um, sometimes mm-hmm. um, the bubble really turned my, You know, it really changed my opinion. I was like, whoa, like this. He had a a great, a great playoffs in the bubble. Um, Maybe because all he could focus on was basketball. Um, Absolutely. Walked in Disneyland with no rides, just Disney World. And just um, just playing ball. Um, Obviously, South Beach and everywhere else now that things are more um, open, uh, probably have their distractions, whatever. But bubble changed my mind uh this was a little weird right because spo is going to be a hall of fame coach um he's
1: i mean his rec his record he's probably 60 percent plus right for his career absolutely and i i think the biggest like narrative was the fact that ud udonis haslam was like you yo, you you can't do this like you you can't do this and 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 he was still going on and Udantas said, "I'll fight you." Eudonis <laughs> doesn't seem like that kind of guy. Like I, I, I mean, I, am I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure he would have if, if needed, but it, it, he doesn't seem like a guy that, you know. See, I thought wouldn't... he was there to for this exact reason. To... Well, he, he's the bodyguard. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's, like, he's, he's 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 paid one million dollars a year to be one of the fifteen guys on the roster to be Spoh's bodyguard. I'm I'm, I'm just joking. <laughs> no, but seriously, but, I but feel it... like someone's out of line. Or so, well, are, are
0: UD, UDs there? Yeah. Absolutely. Tall figure, very prominent figure in Heat uh, Championships. A uh, huge
1: locker room guy.
0: Was he there for the D-Wade first one or no? I think he was. Really? I think he was. I mean, he's in his 40s now. Yes. So. I,
1: I, I, mean, mean, it's he, pop- I think he's played like maybe 50 games in the last four seasons. Like, he, he, Didn't he, he
0: get ejected in one of those? I think he did.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: He's the the ultimate victory cigar. Like talking, absolutely. like a you know in Miami, but a a cubano, but like yes, one that Fidel Castro only goes for mm-hmm. um, that when, he the, that... when he makes the when he he makes the big deal with the <laughs> in the Cold War. <laughs> yeah, uh... but uh... <laughs> yeah,
1: I no, you're you're absolutely right. He is he is the Cuban cigar. He he he's the guy that you just you know you, you throw them out there when when you're up by 20 honestly the, they'll probably play a lot of the young guys if that if that's yeah. the case they he's he's really just he I think he's there right now as a locker room guy all jokes aside he's not Spo's bodyguard or anything but he definitely so he wanted provides to, he wanted
0: to like get Jimmy in line
1: yes i mean he was definitely telling him that you you can't talk to Spo like that and Spo it, um somebody who's uh, like said that they were able to read the lips. Suppose like you want to fight me when when he was like ma- made kind of like an an awkward look. Like you know what are you doing? So I I mean it just seems like and, and it, I feel like it seemed like that for a while. Like with Miami with Jimmy, it it just it seems like they're good but they're not great. And and even though we talked about them as a contender, they just don't seem like a team that even even. You know, last week before before this huge slide, it didn't seem like a team that I thought was going to go to the NBA Finals. I felt like they needed the bubble, like they they were one of those teams that needed the bubble. I, I think the Phoenix Suns needed the bubble. We went eight zero in the bubble, and that changed the trajectory of the franchise around completely. That next that next uh, or this the following off season, we got Chris Paul, and that we went on a Cinderella run. I just think that Miami is not that good of a team. I think they, I think they got lucky and I think it helps as you said that Jimmy just focused on ball in the bubble.
0: Yeah. I, I think that that's my like high level analysis, maybe naive na- analysis, but, um,
1: analysis by paralysis. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs>
0: and I'll, I'll, uh, that's what I'll go with. And I think one of the reasons that why I was like kind of high on Miami, um, when I made the the initial play for the Suns beating them in the finals, this it was, by Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero's a nice wild card, right? In the bubble, had an amazing uh, oh, yeah. run. I mean, he and had a song
1: after him. He who is that? Shaq West, J- Jack Harlow,
0: Jack Harlow. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I, I'm. You know, I'm not. Uh, you seem to be on the. I think it's your uh, your students in class keep you on, oh, keep you fresh, oh, they, keep they you keep,
1: updated, They keep me fresh. <laughs> the only thing I can I
0: can just rely on Drake, you know, but. He's only putting out Steph lyrics and, uh, you know, occasional LeBron lyrics, but uh, no love for the Tyler Hero just yet. But um, another reason was they were getting some players back from injury. Um, So I was curious to see what Oladipo could bring them. You know, he hadn't played much since he's been injured, right, for he had that quad quad injury, that, a really bad injury. They got Keefe. They and like yeah, yeah, they, yeah. And Keefe got, got Jokic'd, you know. <laughs> uh, and, then the, <laughs> and then both Jok, yeah, the the other Jokic brother wanted to, you know, have a Morris sandwich. Are we?
1: Are, is it is it like WWE t- two by two? The Jokic brothers versus the Morris brothers.
0: That'd be great. Uh, I want something pay-per-view for that. I want yeah. That's better than the Jake that, that's Paul. Be, yeah, I was
1: about to say, that's better than Jake Paul and Nate Robinson.
0: Yeah, way better. Way <laughs> better. Um, yeah, so I was looking forward to those players coming back, but um, it's just not It's not looking like it's uh, just It's not lining up. You know, there's other teams that are not playing so well right now um, that we're probably going to talk about that aren't similar uh, record, record-wise record uh, as the Miami Heat. Um but I don't like what I see. Another thing on that uh, that video, the 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 Jimmy Butler thing. I didn't like how Lowry. Like I'm not he putting this. Away. I'm not putting this on Lowry. But I didn't like how he walked away. And like to me, if it was something like if he thought it, it was if the person like Jimmy Butler, if he was um, rational and like if it was something that could be solved, I, I think, think Lowry how- would have got in there and been like, okay, can we? Like, Can we yo, make this work? make this work? Like, I feel like... But I just, I like fu- remember with Lowry with Kawhi, like, in the finals? You know, Kawhi wasn't talking much. Like, Lowry was just always just, like, you know, calling things out. Like, they were always communicating and stuff. Um, I don't know. I, I just, think Kyle um,
1: Lowry walked away and was like, oh, man, this guy's crazy. And it's the first
0: time they played, you know, it's the first time they played together on a team. Um, Butler hadn't... Remember that uh, Chicago team when Wade got traded or signed there as a free agent? Rondo was there. Um... Something in work, you know, in Butler in Minnesota. I don't know. There's just a lot of it, so I just want to throw that in there that Lowry didn't really uh, look too enthused and wanted to like calm him down or anything. So um, I think Kyle that.
1: Lowry, th- and this is just you know my my quick opinion. I I think Kyle Lowry just thought this is crazy. I want to I want to distance myself away from this situation because it's really stupid, and I and th- I think that's just. All it was, I, I think it was, a, it was I think it was a dumb situation. And I, I, I mean, if I'm a Miami fan, I hope that Jimmy Butler and Spoke can get in a room and just work, work it out, talk it out. And then the rest of the toxic situation can at least be put to bed for, for the rest of the season. Because I, I don't know, I, I could see, I could see Jimmy getting traded after this season because of this. Um, but I, I think it would change the run in terms of being able to, you know, win a round or two in the playoffs. I mean, they were just the one seed. They were literally just the one seed, that, uh, you know, up up until like three or four days ago. Yeah. yeah. So, I, I think things could change, of course. I mean, they got anywhere between eight to ten games here. And, you know, every, everything can... You know, winning changes a lot of things. Winning changes a yeah, lot of the, narratives.
0: The verdict is uh, still yet to be. Uh, now you put can't out lose
1: there. the Knicks without Randall.
0: <laughs> that ro- they ruined a lot of your parlays, huh? <sighs> yeah. Dead. Yeah,
1: that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. But I, I just, I think that's the biggest thing. I want to talk about the Jazz. Oh, dude. I want to talk about another team that is on, that it's pointing the wrong direction. So Miami, of course, like we were just talking about, they're pointing in the wrong direction. Uh, four, four straight losses. The Jazz, they're in the same boat. They, they just lost today. Um, it was a very tight game in the first half. I think that Dallas is a team, I mean, if we're talking just this one game, Dallas is a team you don't want to go small with because that that's that's their one one bullet in the chamber. You go small against them, they can they can win a lot of games because they've got a lot of skilled small players. So Brunson, Din Dinwiddie, uh, Finney, Smith, Luca, all Ridge those Bullock, guys, yeah, Bullock. They they got a lot of shooting and they got a lot of um, you know floor spacing with with gravity and all that. So they're they're good in that regard and it allows Luca to go one on one with with your guy. And if you don't have a, a rim protector like a Rudy or a Hassan Whiteside you're really going to struggle. And that's why you guys just added Greg Monroe. I know he's not a rim protector, but you needed a center.
0: He might be a rim protector for us. Um, <laughs> that game today, uh, we Rudy got, uh, it was a late scratch, uh, or a scratch that day. Didn't We didn't expect that to kind of transpire. Um, Boyan continued to be out. Um, Daniel House also out. Uh, we did play well in the first half, but I guess I didn't mention Hassan Whiteside was also out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I,
1: thought I, I thought I mentioned that. Hassan was fighting. questionable
0: going in and then he um, got ruled out with a sprained ankle. Um, so that's two games in a row. Um, our third string center, Udoka Azabuki, had a pretty nasty injury in the G League uh, where he dislocated his ankle, uh, which is the same injury he had last year um, by probably the same ankle. So we're thinned out with big, with big men. We had no traditional uh center for this game um so we had to start uh, pascal at the five and wancho at the four um the first so you know that that uh, that said like we played pretty good in the first half but we just ran out of steam in the third quarter and then donovan gets a weird ankle sprain where um, dwight powell stepped on his foot and his ankle turned, um, not the normal way a sprained ankle goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the opposite way, and he, he looked, he was in a lot of pain. He was on the ground and then was on the bench, just like as they were looking at him and like eventually taping him up. Uh, he came back, but you could tell he was running like he wasn't able to run at full speed. Um, so, man,
1: he'll be out for a game or two. But doomsday,
0: it's just that game was going that was going to be tough to begin with, mm-hmm. um, and then Donovan. You know, has that nasty turn just reminds me of what happened with last year a little bit when Donovan had a bad ankle injury versus Memphis, you know, that one was like, he had to, he did not come back, but like the timing was bad because it was like a month before the playoffs. Um, This is sooner. The playoffs are coming faster than that. Uh, But like, still it sucks. We wanted to be completely healthy. Like that's why we're being kind of careful um we'll see how this shakes out but we're not playing good that's the bottom line right now
1: um what okay so my question for you is would you rather have what okay so if you know you're not able to have the four seed would you rather be the five seed play dallas as as the as the the team that only has potential of three home games or would you rather be the sixth seed and potentially play Golden State that seems to potentially not be fully healthy? What would your What would your gut reaction be to one of the either of those scenarios? So which Which team would I prefer? Which team would you prefer?
0: I think I'd I'd rather play Dallas. You um, would? Okay. Yeah, I'd rather play Dallas. I think. I think the competitor in in me, or the one that's rooting for Rudy a lot. Would love to see him beat Draymond uh, with all the, the beef, uh, the Draymond, uh, Kobe beef, yeah, all that stuff. Uh, but they're they're both tough. Like first round, like no one wants also, to no one wants to play those teams first. I mean, like this, yeah, the absolutely. Golden State is is hobbled with Curry not playing, but like that's not who you want to warm up with in the playoffs. I,
1: I hear you, but I mean, if Curry if Curry's seventy five, eighty percent, and you have maybe ninety percent Draymond and I, I don't know. I, I think there, there's a world in which I would want golden state round one, but I mean, I, I totally don't have to be it. playing
0: well going to the playoffs. Yes, right. So you, if you're like the you jazz do. playing like a 75% of their cap or like less, you know, they're just not the state of their play is not great. I want to warm up with a uh, man Denver with maybe Jamal Murray doesn't come back and we had to just play Jokic and, and, the uh, you know, a little bit above average, uh, Players around him you know Um, yeah
1: i mean there's definitely a world in which the nuggets who currently are the six seed could take out the warriors as as the three seed but
0: and they're close to our seeding too the jazz that's why i brought them up like it's not out of the realm possibilities that the jazz could play a nuggets um first round instead of a, a dallas or golden state
1: but things things definitely have to change in order for that to happen the the, the way the the you know the the needle is pointing down for Utah right now, they would need to win a number of games here down the stretch, uh, and Dallas, who seems to be playing pretty good right now, would need to to lose a number of games. I think there's going to be some debauchery with some seeding. I think some teams Classic. are going to uh, to try and win or lose to uh, get out of playing certain teams, and. I don't know. I think I think Dallas versus Denver is a very interesting matchup that could end up happening. I mean, if I were you guys, that this is just what I would do. I I would rather play Golden State. Um, but I I I do think that you guys have enough firepower if if Bogey's healthy, if Donovan's healthy, to outlast the Dallas Mavericks. But I think it would be a six or seven oh, game it would. series.
0: Just think about Luca taking the Clippers to, was it seven or six? It was seven. It was seven. Yeah, and that was uh, with Kawhi and Paul George. So it's like, yeah. that yeah. That's going to be a series that no one wants to play in the first round that you put a lot of hard minutes on your players and you might not come out of it. If the ball, you know, it could be a last shot situation and for some games, you, you really don't know. So.
1: Absolutely. I think with regards to, uh you know, I, I, I do think that having Jason Kidd as the coach versus Rick Carlisle and, and him making it so that Brunson and Dinwiddie get the ball a little bit too is going to help them come playoff time. Yeah. And I think that's going to be huge. Adding, adding Dinwiddie. I know you, you traded a lot to get Chris stops and then you traded like nothing to, to unload him, but you know, Bertons was a 40% three point shooter for a number of years here. And, Jim Woody's a really good playmaker. Like, there's definitely some positives to it, especially with the way that Kristaps played last year in the playoffs, where he was just, you know, he just stood on the perimeter and he's not that good of a defender and all these things. So, I I also think there's a little bit of beef with uh, with Dallas and, and Utah, and I think that would be kind of fun. The the Luca Rudy, yeah,
0: yeah, so, yeah. didn't get to see it today, but. You know, I'd like to see they actually. You know, uh, Luca came up to Rudy and dapped him up after it's, the game. It, it's it was, not.
1: It's not like big beef, but like I. Th- I think that's a budding rivalry. Um, it's just yeah. It's. It, it's two of the better young, uh, youngish teams in the West. Yeah, and, and in the and European, that, that the Euro love, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's talk Suns.
0: Suns. Yeah.
1: Okay. Did you? I. I did not see a minute. You, you didn't uh, see a minute.
0: I saw a couple of minutes, but okay. like literally minutes. Cause uh, yeah, I was busy guys... till like four thirty. So like I saw some of the fourth quarter ish stuff. I saw Harden get pissed. Harden, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw Eddie Johnson talking about how Chris Paul loves this matchup, or like this is like this is a it's because this is James getting... Harden. It's, oh yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's his
1: Christmas. He he's so petty, and I love it. Yeah, he like, got dumped. He did. He got dumped. Yeah, he got dumped for West. Brick. West break. Man. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I think that Chris Paul (laughs) takes the James Harden games personally. And James Harden and Joel Embiid are very much foul baiters. And, you know, they shoot a lot of free throws. That team shoots a ton of free throws. They shot more free throws than the Suns. But there are times where they don't get back on defense. Because they're still crying and whining at, at the refs and... The Suns get a, a a bucket on the on the way back because of that, and with regards to this game in particular, the it, it was it was such a tight affair, and then Joel kind of kind of got hobbled. He landed on Devin Booker, um, and then he was out for a little bit. Devin went over, made sure he was okay. Said, "Hey, like, wasn't wasn't intentional or anything," uh-huh. and they're all good. But I I think that. Devin Booker is in playoff mode. Did you, did you see what he had in the first quarter? No, he had twenty plus. Wow. In the first so quarter.
0: Continuing on from that Denver game where uh, the the MVP stamp statement was was made, he comes out with a twenty burger, huh?
1: Yes, in the in the first quarter. I think I I, I should look at the stats in in a second here, but I think he ended up with uh, thirty five plus. Maybe it was just thirty wow. plus, but he. He definitely had himself a game. Chris Paul looked good. It, you know, that the, the Suns are looking really good. They're mi- they miss McGee today, and Biombo is getting eaten alive, really, by Embiid because you oh, know, Embiid. If, okay, you know, of course, DeAndre Ayton gets in foul trouble because Scott Foster's officiating. The game <laughs> oh man! Making Here comes the so Scott cries. Oh huh? man! Coming early this year. Three fouls, fa- so we at one point in time we had three fouls on, and this is the second quarter, D.A., Book, and J. And it's just like, oh my gosh, this again. But the Suns were able to prevail. I think the the way that Devin Booker played, that was huge. Um, what do you, I mean, I know you didn't watch necessarily that game, but I know you've watched a, a number of their games this year. What what stands out to you when you, when you think of phoenix deep uh, fourth quarter execution
0: young players getting better deep again <laughs> i think like the additions like i I'm, the Shaman addition uh, like he i saw him make some shots today so that in yeah. the, the short minutes i watched um, but adding versatility at center
1: huge um JaVale and Biombo, too. I mean, I know Biombo got eaten a lot by Joel, but he does that to a lot of centers.
0: Um, Holiday as a backup, like, he's way more. Like, you had to play some Yuan Moore minutes last year in the playoffs when uh, Chris Paul got COVID and got the shoulder injury. I don't know if he actually missed a game with that, but there were some Yuan Moore minutes. I like
1: Holiday. It was, it was, he, uh, well, he had COVID and, um, I think I think there was a number of, of, of times where there's foul troubles too. So. Yeah.
0: So just I yeah. like I like those that depth. Of, you know, adding players that you know they weren't necessarily on people's radar. Like I, I wasn't talking about Aaron Holiday around the trade deadline, um, but just slotting him in, adding depth that's playable. Um, mm-hmm. Like I think he adds something that. He's around Javon Carter height, but, uh, to me, he's more of a point guard than Javon Carter was. And I mean, he's a holiday man. They, they, the Suns they said it themselves. Like there's just, there's something different about, like, they, they know how to play the game, those holiday brothers. And, Absolutely. um, you know, what a, what a better, like pedigree to kind of, you know, that family tree to kind of learn from and, and play against, you know, growing up and everything. So I think that's huge. Um, so that's that yeah, honestly, the depth sheets cause like that that's what seemingly kind of cost the Suns in the finals when um Aiden couldn't really match against the Giannis barreling in, you know, for forty eight minutes. Um, and Dario Torres ACL. And Dario Torres ACL and, and Frank did as much as he could, but um, you know, wasn't a player that anyone planned to play in in playoffs. Um so
1: Adding Javel is huge. Yeah, was huge. and
0: Bianbo too. Even though, even Absolutely. if he got torched today, like he's just a different look that you're gonna need. You never he, know. He
1: got reps against, you know, the best center in the best league. Center in the league. So one of them. I mean, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. So Suns are looking great. Chris Paul coming back early, earlier than expected is really important for for me as a you know pseudo fan. Um, fan is like get your get your rhythm going, like. Exactly. Yes, like, you're risking maybe your injury coming back, but it's, like, rhythm's important in just the chemistry with everyone. Mm-hmm. Getting your play sharpened up before you go when the games really count. Um, That's huge. And, yeah, because now they don't... Like, you guys clinched the first seed already, right?
1: Yeah, we uh, we clinched the best record in the NBA.
0: Yeah, so it's, like, you could say now that these games, like, don't matter too much, um, but they do in terms of, like, sharpening your play. Um, yeah. So... I'm glad he came back. I everything's looking looking good. Um, Cam Johnson, I guess the one that I'm kind of uh, I'm
1: not worried, but I'm just like
0: I'm, I'm a, looking from afar. Cou- yeah, he's a
1: couple games behind Chris, so I think he'll probably be back in the next game or two. Yeah, it's a
0: scary element, and I think that when I was looking at this game going in, the Sixers Suns, I still felt confident that the Suns would pull it out. But I think when you add a Cam Johnson, I don't think the the Sixers or many teams in the East can really like um, really stand up to that. Um, I just think the just the depth and just overall talent is just way better. Um, No offense to the players on the Sixers that are, you know, I love George Nyang, but you know, George Nyang versus Cam Johnson, like that's, that's a, you know, 95% of people are going to be taking Cam
1: Johnson. Uh, Absolutely. And, and I think something to be thinking about also with regards to Cam Johnson and Maybe your worries. Remember, he got hurt in the game that he put up thirty plus points and yeah, hit the game winner, the Knicks one. And, and then they've just been very cautious with him. There's nothing to worry about with regards to Cam Johnson in terms of his health. I I just think one hundred percent they're just being cautious. They've got sixty one wins. They've yeah. got seven games left. Like they are, they are just taking the long game on everybody, and. I think, I mean, with regards to Chris Paul, him coming back fairly early is huge. I mean, just getting the rhythm, getting in the reps. He looked like he was point god again. He was able to hit those mid-range jump shots. Like, he was He was doing everything he needed to do. And, you know, I don't think it was a great game from some of the role players on the Suns. And they were still able to win. And, you know, I, th- there's there's a lot of talent there just needs to just needs to click when it when it all matters too.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, things are looking good for them, I think. Um I'm curious to see if we'll get that LeBron rematch and um things will start uh, you know, puzzle-piecing themselves together. Uh in a couple, I don't know, like maybe 5 or 6 games we'll have a good idea um where the seeds are. I guess we already might know the play-in tournament candidates, but uh, the Spurs are kind of, kind of getting close. Yeah, they there. are. They <laughs> are.
1: Uh, so Dejounte Murray's triple doubles are adding up. Um, uh huh. Uh huh. I, I think it, it. There, there's, 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 a, of course, a world where we play LeBron first round. Uh huh. Lucas second round. Uh huh. Curry third round, and uh-huh. whatever star player you want to say, Giannis, KD, Embiid. So this is round. the,
0: the the answer to the Suns' run where last year, they people say that they really, really uh, maybe out. shouldn't have
1: been there because of the, the all the injuries and stuff, right? And, and I mean, I think the Clippers obviously have a lot of talent, and and I think that that team is 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 something scary, um, especially when you have a healthy Paul George,
0: and Norm and,
1: and a healthy. Yeah, I mean, Norm Powell, but, like, <laughs> I'm even talking Kawhi. Sure. Like, you get those guys back, like, that team is is incredibly dangerous. But, you know, I, I think I'd be more worried about the Warriors. I think I'd be worried about a healthy baby giraffe and LeBron James. Huh. Street clothes. You'd be more worried than? I think I would be just because of, you know, their positional. The, I mean LeBron James is is arguably the best player ever. A lot of people say he is. Okay. And Anthony Davis is you know a unicorn that can do a lot of things when he's healthy. Now is he is he going to be healthy in you know half a month when we play, or you know the non playing non no, the non playing playoffs start Saturday April sixteenth. I mean we we think about that that's half a month almost mm-hmm. right soon. That's two and a half weeks, three weeks. I I I don't know. I I think that the Lakers are a team that that is not going to be fully healthy, and if they are, I think I I would worry about them as a, as a team. That's just kind of where I am. What about you? You said
0: you worry about the Lakers
1: if they're healthy. not not that, not that I worry. I I just that's a team that strikes more fear for me personally or like I just a fan of the of the league than maybe a Kawhi and Paul George.
0: Wow, wow. Uh I'll say Fully this. Healthy. I'll say this. Fully I'll say healthy. this. I think if magically or unlikely if the Clippers got Paul George back and Kawhi, I would take your assessment and say if LeBron and AD are both healthy, like, for this, I would I would say they're more dangerous because, like, they haven't played any games, <laughs> like, really. Like Paul George played some games this year, but not many. Um, Kawhi hasn't played none at
1: all. I just... There's also a familiarity with... The team? The, the new player. With the team and, 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 and it all. And, you know, I, I think that positionally, the, there's a lot more flexibility having Anthony Davis versus having having two wings. Yeah. LeBron could play one through five. I I don't know. I just I think I would go with potentially the best player of all time.
0: Yeah. I'll I'll let you slide on this one. Okay. Um, okay. Given the circumstances I mean of it if, all if
1: anybody wants to if anybody wants to, to say otherwise I just think I'm, about I'm this though. To...
0: Boston's defense being really good, good scheme, having those star
1: players being wings that are six, seven and above um I mean of course you'd rather have Paul George and Kawhi Leonard that are healthy over Brown and Tatum. I'm not saying that necessarily. I'm just
0: saying like how dangerous of a defense the Clippers could be or we've seen um with their star players being two way like that. Um and if you fill the roster successfully around them, Norman Powell, one piece, um they, they got they got plenty
1: they got plenty of players. A, yes. a, a the uh a four. The Mans, the Morrises. Yeah, yeah. No, they, so, they uh, got plenty of pieces.
0: You know, and with Tyloo's good coaching, like, you know, Reggie it could Jackson. Be, it could be scary. Reggie Jackson playoff Reggie was pretty nice last year. Um, so, uh, you know, maybe this year LeBron's uh, chasing the ghost. Like, I, maybe I'd be more afraid. But like in general, I would. For me, I would say like that's that very Clippers, fair. yeah that Clippers team, if healthy with uh ample time for before playoffs like a real like hopefully a more ideal experience yeah i'd be more afraid of them but that's just my take
1: okay um i think that i think that's totally fair i'm gonna run down some games for this week yeah that's what we want to know it's uh getting to that time of the year so monday this monday uh so tomorrow warriors at grizzlies this is 8 p.m eastern nba tv that's a pretty good game tuesday Chris has been playing well Grizzlies I Without mean, Jaw. 18 and 2 without jaw. Oh my. Uh Tuesday. Bucks at Sixers, seven PM Eastern, League Pass Alert.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Um Wednesday. This this have to have to uh load. Mavs at Kit uh Mavs at Cavs, seven PM Eastern League Pass. Okay. Heat at Celtics, seven thirty Eastern on ESPN. Another
0: big game for the Heat
1: to see if they're for real. Absolutely, and then the double header on ESPN. This is huge. Suns at Warriors, ten p.m. Eastern, ESPN. Thursday, Bucks at Nets, seven thirty Eastern. TNT. I'd like to see that. that if, one's... if
0: the Bucks are fully healthy, because they Yana, they're Yana's sitting out played Drew. today. What yeah. about Drew?
1: Uh, he just played the other day, so maybe maybe he didn't play today or or yesterday. Um, but Middleton played today. Okay. Um, if all the stars are playing then that's one i want to see absolutely so bucks at nets on tnt jazz at mavs oh
0: man i've seen this one
1: seven thirty <laughs> eastern nba tv
0: don't watch that by the way if uh the Jazz are out like if donovan so donovan might miss a couple games don't watch it if yeah, donovan's yeah, yeah, yeah. not playing
1: if donovan's not playing definitely don't watch it friday suns at grizzlies 8 p.m eastern nba tv and This one's a league pass. Th- this might be my favorite game of the week. T-Wolves at Nuggets, 9 p.m. Eastern, league pass. Wow, wow. I, I think, for me, in terms of exciting teams, um, I mean, there's some great teams, as we talked about. You you circled that Bucks nets game on Thursday. In terms of teams that aren't necessarily the super title contenders, I really... I think I, in terms of excitement, watching the sport, I like that T Wolves Nuggets game on on Friday.
0: I enjoy I enjoy watching the T Wolves, their, their surge here. Cat um, coming off that three point win uh, All Star weekend, he's playing with a lot of balance, a lot of fire. Um, you know, he's had a lot of things going on. Like cat man, I feel like there could be. There's just a lot of sympathy and, and stuff you know, empathy that you could have with someone like Kat in the past couple of years, pandemic and, you know, all the stuff he's been through with his family. Um, And just Minnesota not really is a team, like hasn't done very well over the course of his career. Um, So it's really cool that they're, they're rising up with a young nucleus of Anthony Edwards, uh, D'Angelo Russell, um, uh, Jared Vanderbilt, you know, they have some players that, and then you put a, a Beverly who's, you know, playoff experience looks almost as good or better than Russell Westbrook's, uh, uh, career. Um, I, I like it. I like it.
1: Westbrook did go to the NBA finals. One of his first (laughs) years in the league.
0: He did. He did. Um, that was, that was a
1: very exciting thunder team that, uh, that, that had a lot of that that had, ended up having three future MBA MVPs. So we'll we'll
0: take we we'll, we'll, we might take westbrook's uh, maybe. I'll maybe. Get
1: it. I I mean come on, <laughs> I I know he's Westbrook right now. But yeah I, yeah. I we we still gotta take Westbrook.
0: Okay okay. But
1: what what have you done for me lately? What have you done? Okay, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. That's fair.
0: Western Conference Finals right, last year. <laughs> yeah, because of the Jazz imploding
1: yes absolutely pat <laughs> pat Bev, uh helps with that yeah definitely he, he hurts his team and he helps his team
0: absolutely so i uh what, what was my tangent there i think <laughs> t Bulls <laughs> are look they're nice they're fun to watch uh they definitely have the league pass alert a lot um it's gonna be interesting to see who they play first round um and the nugs i, I was hoping to see some uh some of their uh, Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. coming back in March. People said March, it's March. It's almost, it's almost April. Um, you know the, they're playing it cautious and maybe mm-hmm. we'll not uh, risk it too much with bringing those guys back.
1: Yeah, no, that I mean they've got them locked up long term. It's it might even be wise not to play them yeah, this year. Keep, as them well. on the cool,
0: keep them in the cooler.
1: Um, I think, I mean, going back to the T-Wolves, I think that's a team that we're going to see a lot of NBA TV, TNT, ESPN, those national broadcasting games, uh, ABC national broadcast games next year. Uh, we, we're we starting to see a lot more with the Grizzlies this year. I think the T-Wolves next year are going to get that kind of love that, uh, the, that the Grizz have gotten this year. I, I think it's just the, it's, okay... Are you for real? Okay, the Grizzlies they they got a they got a number of games this year after not getting many games the previous year.
0: Yeah, so, and you can also attribute it to like, Jock came in the league a little bit before Anthony Edwards, one year before or two years before. I
1: think it's one year.
0: Okay, so, you know, Anthony Edwards is starting is to come. Three. He's Anthony Edwards is starting to come come into his own, um, and, you know, once he kind of if he puts. You know, improves his, he will improve his game. You know the stuff he adds on. You know that's going to be, uh, you know, it could take the Timberwolves uh, to the upper echelon of the West. Uh, so um, definitely, it's uh, it's looking good in, in Minnesota. Uh, maybe Ryan Smith brought the, brought the wrong team. Uh, he was also shopping the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, <laughs> man, <laughs> that's how doomsday it is in Jasmine But uh, <laughs> anyways, anyways, um, cool. So we got some. Laid out some good games, um, you know. We'll definitely catch some of those um, during the week, and um, you know we'll see what uh, kind of headlines uh, break out, and uh, we'll come back at it next next Sunday.
1: Um, we'll find a new focus team.
0: Yeah, the focus team. We'll we'll keep, we'll be continuing to shuttle around and kind of dedicate our our lenses, our, our you know our eyes, our focus to some some other team that we like and. Will um, probably take us a couple of days to, you know, narrow it down. But uh, you know, the playoffs—it's almost playoffs, so the playoffs definitely take priority. You know, probably uh-huh. not. Yeah, uh, probably not the the lottery bound teams. And uh, we'll look for one. We'll we'll send out the tweet. Um, looking for those fans out there. Uh, we'll find them. Um, if you know them, let us know. <laughs> They'll find us. Yeah. <laughs> please, please. Uh, Twitter is supposed to be a place for that. Um, Absolutely, It's gotta press the right buttons or something, the right hashtags. I don't know, but
1: we'll, we'll be we'll be alright. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. Um, any last words? I, I, I just want to shout out Devin Booker and the Phoenix Suns. Okay, very very good team. Take care of business. Best, yep, best record in the league. They clinched that when they won sixty games. They're at sixty one now, and. It's they some are, MVP love for Devin. There, yeah, and I mean he he's getting love from Jaw. He's getting love from Kyrie, uh, old Isaiah Thomas. Like, yeah, all these guys are, are are really wanting it. And my last little shout out is Devin Booker should be the MVP.
0: Yeah, he should. Speak he should that be, into existence. Yeah, I like it. He should be up there, like really up there.
1: I I mean I. Th- I I think you have to give it to him because a lot of the time it was about best record or it, a lot of times it was about yeah. being a top three seed. You you look at the Nuggets. Jokic should not be a, a contender if that's the case. Um, Embiid, you know, he had to get an all, at, uh, like a, a former MVP midseason in order to, to, to do what he's doing. And, I mean, I, I just think that the Phoenix Suns, they've stayed the course and just because that they, they have so much talent around them and they're so deep does not mean that Devin Booker is not the most valuable player of the league. He he obviously is.
0: Yeah, you know there's been many like you said, there's been many uh awards for the you know people that have got the MVP that have won it based off the the type of resume that Devin Booker's put up this season. I don't see why that's not one of the leading narratives um, going into uh, the eventual voting by the, the press, which I don't like it. I don't like that the press votes for it, but I don't think anyone does um, except for the press. So, uh, I get to kind of <laughs> control that,
1: right? Yeah. Um, I think Booker's taking things personally right now. You look at the Nuggets game. He went off against a fellow – MVP contender, and then yeah, just now
0: 125 I... to one odds. If you you bet that in the fourth quarter, uh, D book MVP. So I put five on it. Um, that's that's great because it's down down to like three uh, thirty to one. So I'm feeling pretty good. I I, 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 th- feel, I think you should <laughs> feel pretty good. I can't cash out for profit, but um, you know that's it is what it is. Um, last thing I'll throw in: uh, Bill Simmons, our guy, well, my guy. Uh, he, he's, I'm, he,
1: I'm, I'm okay. He, he's, he's he to talked come a around. lot of
0: smack about the sun. so I know the Suns.
1: He's bands. starting to come around, and, and I think it, you can't hide behind a mic anymore and and say the Suns are this or that anymore. So <laughs> you, just I, I, it, you, you just can't. You can't. You, it's you, impossible. It's you'd get canceled. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, unless you're an ESPN So his
0: um, he was always um, he was always on the the prating around about the how MVP should be awarded, what he thinks. He was very adamantly against the, for example, in baseball when Mike Trout won MVP. I think, correct me if I'm wrong, has he won multiple?
1: I think he's won two.
0: Okay. I don't know if it's been in both cases, but at least in one of the cases, the Angels didn't even make the playoffs. And Mike Trout had a great season, but he was just very adamantly against that because of how he interprets the wording on most valuable player, that value, you know, valuable part of it, like, he doesn't see how like if your team doesn't net wins um especially he doesn't make the playoffs in that case that's a bizar- bizarre case right um he doesn't see how that attributes to value um so that's that's his his take on it and i mean I, I i generally like generally agree with that um which i would you know definitely consider some of the i would consider like one of the top 2 teams in you know in the league, um, with a uh, you know their best player and you know given a a good good year from them, um, that would be one of the leading candidates. So I I, I don't see why um that's not the more of the prevailing thought. But I like Bill Simmons's take on that. Definitely no Trout MVPs. Even the Westbrook triple double year, like for me, um, it doesn't age well too for me because like just the number of possessions are up and like. You know, and he was stealing rebounds from Adams. Like, it's just... Adams
1: uh, wanted him to steal. Them, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. Okay,
0: he gave the rebounds to him. But I just, like, I don't... Yeah, what, like 6th, 7th seed that he got? And, like, he got one MVP? Like, that's just... I mean, to be
1: fair, the, the, the narrative was that it should be him off of the fact that... The KD left. KD left. And and he still righted the ship into, into the playoffs. And, and I think that's a very fair... I, I think I think it's much more of a fair MVP than maybe you do but I, I I probably wouldn't have given the MVP to Russell Westbrook that year but I I don't hate it even, okay even okay. years later
0: okay I'll have to see, I'll have to go back to that year see if there's some those more stats just, were wild and I need to see if there's the some the other deserving candidates that season to see Harden
1: it. was one of the ones that people were actually like upset that he didn't win. Uh, Um, And then he won the very next year.
0: Okay, okay. Well, you know I'm not the biggest Harden fan, so I guess uh, I won't (laughs) dig anymore. But (laughs) uh, anyways, that's uh, we're on our soapboxes here. But Devin, go. You know he's he's playing with purpose, and I think he'll crawl into there. I don't know if he's gonna win, but uh, it's worth uh, worth monitoring, and I think Suns fans will be um, you know vocal about it. So um, yeah, I think that basically wraps things up. Um, if you made this far, we appreciate, uh, your support. Um, we're on anchor now anchor. It's been great and we'll continue to do the Twitter, you know, doing the podcast on, on Twitter with a Twitter space on Sundays. Um, you know, taking that recording, publishing it out. Um, if, if you liked it, let us know and, uh, we'll, you know, we appreciate your feedback and everything like that. So, uh with that we'll uh, catch on the next one. Peace.
1: Peace.